You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Another episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing Omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It's Anthony Lewis and Aurora Bubaloo here to talk more Walking Dead. This is this was a super-sized episode. Mm-hmm. 58 minutes of total showtime, one yes. hour and a half with commercials. Uh, I think you and I actually may have differing opinions about something. I... I don't. I, after watching this episode, I'm not mm-hmm. sure it needed to be an hour and a half. I, I agree. I, I don't think it needed to yeah. be. Uh, like to me, if you're going to go an hour and a half, like something has to, something big has to happen. Mm-hmm. There was a big reveal in the episode, mm-hmm. but it was you know they could have done that without an extra thirty minutes or so. Yeah, that's true. I think. I don't know. We'll we'll talk about it. I only have a mm-hmm. short paragraph to read here for some reason. All these <laughs> other episodes have like six paragraphs. This hour and a half episode has one paragraph. So um, let's read it. Uh, season seven uh, episode. Gosh, what are we on now? This is four. Season yes. seven. Episode four of The Walking Dead called Service. Uh, as the grieving survivors struggle... Uh, the, the survivors of Alexandria struggle to come to terms with life under Negan's rule. Negan and the saviors arrive at Alexandria days ahead of schedule for their first offering. They take mm-hmm. a majority of Alexandria's furniture, medicine, and all of their guns. Yeah. All of them. Rick informs the... Well, not quite all of them. Rick mm-hmm. informs the survivors that he is no longer in charge. And they must learn to live by Negan's terms. Rick attempts to convince Michonne to accept the way things are, but she later finds that the saviors have burned their mattresses by the road and becomes angered. They just stole them. Not because they needed them or wanted them. They just stole them. Yeah, just because they're dicks. Just because they're dicks. Rosita Mm -hmm. finds a shell casing and brings it to Eugene in order to make copies of it for a gun she stole off a walker in the woods and Aurora that is literally all that was written about this episode it didn't even mention the right it didn't even mention the big the the big reveal in this episode which was a conversation that Rick had was this a conversation with Rick and Michonne I believe so yeah where he reveals that his Mm -hmm. baby girl is not really his baby girl it, it belongs to Shane. Mm-hmm. And he's known it for a long time that he's he's her dad, but yeah. she's not his. I mean, but was it really a reveal? Because not re- it, I think it was most kind people, of expected, right? I think, I think most people expected it or yeah. at least suspected it. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of became canon here. Like it was just admitted. He's just like, right. Yeah, and he kind of talks about, uh, to me, that was like my favorite part of the episode. It's like, oh my god, yeah. I've forgotten Shane existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, like but that now- whole scene was really great acting. 
by the way. Um, Agreed. It was an amazing scene. Andrew Lincoln has been great so far. I mean, he's only been yes. in two episodes, but he's been really great so far mm-hmm. uh, in both of his performances. But yeah, he's uh, talking about his, his past with his wife and Shane and how they got together and they thought he was dead. And then it tore their friendship apart and mm-hmm. this whole situation of living in a zombie apocalypse and things just got crazy. And then he had to kill Shane and then yep. he had to kill his wife and... Oh boy, things are just nuts here in this zombie apocalypse, mm-hmm. Aurora. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was so good in this episode. Oh my gosh! But my criticism is, I feel like the uh, the reason this show went an hour and a half is because they really wanted to just nail home how big of a douchebag that Negan is. Yeah. The problem is, I think a lot of people. F- I don't think you needed the extra time to do that. I think it was very clear. Yeah, how I think big we know. He was. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I, I loved all the subtle. I love all the subtlety. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the subtle, like he gave Rick um, Lucille. Yes. Which was basically a way of controlling him. Actually, He's a psychopath. This like, guy. Right. He gave. He gave he gave him Lucille and just and just walks right by and basically left himself open for attack a bunch of times, but it was a way mm-hmm. of it was a way of controlling Rick. Yeah, He's like, yeah. I'm going to give you this weapon that you watched me murder your friends with and I'm gonna put it in your mm-hmm. hands and I'm just gonna walk right past you and yep. I'm gonna pay you no mind and you're not even gonna hit me with it because you know mm-hmm. better. And it was a way of it was like a subtle way of control and yep. I thought it was that sort of stuff was, was brilliant the way he Amazing, yeah. Uh the way he uh, went after some of the other. Pe- there is a scene with um, with Coral as mm-hmm. well, um, where he, a dude, was trying to take all of their medicine, and he was Coral had a gun pointed at him, was going to shoot him, and Negan came in and had a very stern talking to with him, uh, which was very tense uh, yep. as well. He's a scary dude when he wants. To he be. is. Yes. Uh, you know what's really amazing to me, Aurora, is I've seen a lot of people on this show, and most of them look very haggard, very beaten up. Mm-hmm. Negan looks well-fed, oh, clean, yeah. mm-hmm. the whitest, pearliest teeth I've ever seen yep. on a human being. <laughs> yep. Uh, he he looks so different from everybody else, but I guess that's, yep. you know I guess that's because he's the king. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he 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 had he had another moment with I can't remember her name, but um, the girl who was in charge of the weapons. Yeah, yeah. She was terrified because mm-hmm. he was like, "You screwed up. There's 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 missing guns here. Where are they? It's, this was your only yeah. job, and why aren't why aren't the guns here?" Uh, and it turns out Rosita had a gun, and Michonne had a sniper rifle because apparently mm-hmm. she is practicing to I guess at some point snipe Negan. And, yep. and kill him. And she still has her gun, I believe. I think. No, uh, oh, no in the, took, at Rick, the end, Rick, Rick took, took it, it from, from her. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, boy. Things are... Um, oh, and then, of course, uh, Negan's line to Rick at the end of this episode was... I thought... Um, I mean, it was a douchebag thing to say, uh, and he delivered it well. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not. This is. An, I guess this is another like nitpick at the episode. But I'm not sure he actually needed to say it because, like, I knew that's what he was doing to him the whole time. Like, uh, as soon as he handed the bat to to Rick, I'm like, oh, this is like a way of controlling him. 
mm-hmm. and minimalizing him by by giving him this thing. He's controlling him this whole time. And then when he left, he said that thing about, like, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if you're aware of it, but I just put my dick down your throat and you thank me for it. Yeah, yeah. Which, and he uh, did it with such charm. Oh, so charming. He did. Um, it's he he said it though. I feel like that line was put in there for the people who didn't realize that that was going on, and maybe there were people who didn't realize that I he guess. was that he was controlling them the whole episode. But hmm. that felt kind of obvious to me from the get go. I mean, it felt obvious to me from like the first episode, like when he broke Rick down in one episode and made him like this mm-hmm. meek, no longer you know super Rick, the Rictator. Uh, to me, it's like, well, he's Negan's puppet now until something mm-hmm. happens. And then I'm sure something will happen at some point and that will change. Oh, yeah. But like this whole episode, as soon as he gave him the bat, I'm like, oh, this is like a this is the way of controlling him. Like, right. Uh, showing showing just how much control he has over Rick. So much mm-hmm. so that like Rick didn't even realize he was still holding at one point. He was just walking around yeah. with it. Uh, took it yeah. with him when he went to go see Michonne. He's <laughs> like all the way away from. Negan, and he still had Negan's stupid bat and didn't realize mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I. But so it's like a it's a nitpick. It's like I feel like he didn't have to say it because I thought it was obvious that that's what was happening the whole time. Yeah. But then yeah. again, as you said, he's he he's delivering things so well, so well, and he said it in such a charming way that mm-hmm. I'm just like. It's too it's too good to sit there and say like no this detracts from the episode right. it wasn't needed. It's yep. like he did it so well that it's like it's okay if you put it in there. It was awesome mm-hmm. when he said mm-hmm. it. Um. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. I don't know if you noticed this or if you read things that are uh, people are writing online, um, but I kind of noticed it, but I didn't really pay attention to it until I read someone um, actually on Facebook say it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. So one thing that we haven't mentioned is the fact that Negan came to Alexandria with Daryl. And at one when Riggs uh, sees Daryl for the first time, he's like, oh, my God, Daryl, are you okay? Something like that. And and Negan is like, no, you don't talk to him. You don't see him. He's the help. Yes. You don't you can't interact with him at all. And there's this really, uh, there's a close-up to Daryl's face um, mm-hmm. while Negan is saying this. And he's looking at Rick. And he's blinking in a really weird way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I read online that people think that Daryl was giving Rick a message in Morse code. Oh, maybe. Yes. And if you go online, you can see people already decide, you know, they already decipher. figured out what the message was. <laughs> Trying to decipher. Have, I mean, have people determined, is there like a, is there like a cogent message in there in Morse code they that people... They said that there's some people saying that um, he said HT, which mm-hmm. could refer to Hilltop. Ah. Now, why Daryl is saying that, I don't know. Well... I'll tell you what, if H if they if he if he does Morse code out H T and it is for Hilltop, the previews mm-hmm. for next week do dwell around Hilltop and apparently yes. that is where Maggie is. Mm-hmm. Uh recuperating. Maybe it was a message that she's that Daryl knows that somehow he knows that Maggie's there or or something and then that's where they're going next or something. I like guess. it's a warning to maybe get her out of there or something. Because that's another thing that's not in that summary, the fact that they made Negan believe that, that Maggie dead. died. Yes. Yes. 
Uh, and by the way, that's something they made the whole audience believe until the near the end of the episode, really. Right, so. right, right. In fact, I don't think they really even touched on it until they showed the. Uh, well, I mean, they hinted at it, right? When they did the mm-hmm. uh, when they did the uh, the death thing, like they kind of looked at each other, like yeah. Like, and I think there's a it? moment where where Rick uh, tells Father Gabriel that was quick thinking um, doing the graves. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, Father Gabriel. <laughs> Had the, maybe the moment of the show where he was just like, hello, and he like scares the shit out of Negan. And he's like, you are creepy as fuck. Did anybody ever tell you that? Or creepy as shit, I believe. I don't think he can say fuck. I yes, see, but yes. He's like, you are creepy as shit. Yes, that made me laugh. <laughs> he's just like, I'm Father Gabriel. <laughs> we found the thing, like, priests, I guess, are like Negan's clowns. Like, they, he's, some people are terrified of clowns. I guess Negan, terrified of priests. I guess, yeah. Creepy. Uh, he's, yeah. Like, he's like you're like a ninja or something. <laughs> creeped up on him. Uh, that was a great. That was a great. One. I mean, that's one of those things with this character. It's like there's like a fun moment like that where you're like, oh, we're yeah. having so much fun. I almost forget the fact that he brutally beat to death two characters mm-hmm. that we liked. Yeah, and that for me are the the best villains, right? The ones that are so charming that yes. when they snap. You're like, oh my gosh, this mm-hmm. guy's awful. He was so charming a minute ago, and now he's just bashing someone's head in. I, so, hate, I yeah. hate myself for loving you. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So I, I guess my only real criticism of this episode is that I guess I just I didn't feel like it needed to go the extra half an hour. Mm-hmm. I like I liked the episode. There wasn't anything that was bad that happened in it. Like. Oh, this was like a horrible scene that didn't need to be in it, but I felt like they added some like extra stuff with Negan. They stretched out a bit to just yeah. to accentuate how how cruel he can be to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even like physically, because he wasn't physically cruel to anybody in this episode. He was like kind of mentally cruel to people, yeah, or, yeah. or verbally. Um, so yeah, there was a there was a lot of that going on. But you know, I feel like uh, you know, I feel like that wasn't entirely. Uh, entirely warranted. I, I I feel like most people get the gist of how horrible he is, but mm-hmm. um, you know they felt the need for it, and it wasn't a bad episode because of it. I just I was just like the the neurotic in me was just like, eh, you probably could have shaved some minutes off of that. It didn't need to be that long. But. Yeah, and I think maybe it's also the fact that they advertised it as being a longer episode, and I thought that something big was in it was going to happen because yeah, that, that means it like was, yeah. yeah. That's kind of like how when like old like our old TV like family shows we used to watch would have like a very special episode where they deal with uh, like suicide prevention or bullying in school or something. I thought mm-hmm. like the ninety minute thing was like this is a very special episode of The Walking Dead. Right, you don't want to miss right. it. It's so right. special. We've added extra time to it, and right. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not sure all the stuff they added was was absolutely necessary, but. Could you imagine if it was like an hour and a half episode and it was a musical? Oh, pass. <laughs> I don't know if I, I may quit the show. I, I might, I could quit this website actually. I am so not into musicals, but. You have a big musical number with like Negan and, you oh know, the walkers. <laughs> They're all dancing. Yeah. Like I would totally, I would watch that by the way. Hey, I mean I mean look, we are seven seasons in and usually that's when shows start doing stuff like this. They've run out of ideas. They're like, let's do a musical episode. Uh you know, or let's do the let's do the alternate timeline episode or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh you know, the Walking Dead goes to Hawaii, that sort of thing. You get like surfing <laughs> zombies or something. 
But uh, no, we haven't we haven't quite reached that yet, I guess. I, so uh, maybe if this show, maybe if the ratings are just so good, they just like you know we're we're gonna keep this show on as long as people keep watching it. And yeah. uh, you know, like I'm sure Big Bang Theory has probably had like six musical episodes by now. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that show's been on for a long time. Uh, I don't know how The Simpsons have managed. I think The Simpsons may have only had like one or two musical episodes, and they've been on yeah, like twenty years. So mm-hmm. they keep they keep thinking up stuff. <laughs> I'm, all I'm saying is we don't have to resort to a musical just yet. Yeah, right? no, we, not yet. Yeah, I agree. Maybe, maybe if things get, you know, maybe for like the final episode and they bring back everybody, there's, uh, you know, Shane, they bring back Shane and the governor. Sure. Get all those guys <laughs> back. Yeah. I, you know, they could even, you know, like Daryl is like tripping on drugs. He finds some drugs and takes them. So it can start like in the real world. But yeah. then he he go he gets like a, like an acid trip, and then the episode turns into a musical. They they could find a way to make it. There you go. Sure. You already have the episode figured out. There we go. <laughs> and that and that way, because it's a trip, you can bring back all of these old characters. Sure. Uh, you know, I think it, I think it would be awesome. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, let's not do that. <laughs> Nobody listen to me. I have terrible ideas. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, what would you give uh, service this week? I I really liked it. How I, was the service? I I enjoyed it a lot, especially the things that it made me feel because I I've been watching The Walking Dead since the beginning. I really care about these characters. I know they're not real. I still <laughs> care for them a lot and seeing them so oppressed by this person makes me feel really angry, which yes. I think it's what you should feel. Yes, um, watching it. So I I gave it a four point five. Okay, um, I actually thought you were going to give it a five. I thought once you almost, I almost. thought I thought once you delved into the ground of I know they're not real. Like mm-hmm. oh, she might give it a five here because she has to <laughs> preface it with I know these people aren't real, but I really like this episode. <laughs> yes, um, uh, I, I came close. I gave I gave it a four. Okay. Uh, I really like the episode as well. And uh, I, I also like these characters, and I also know that they are not real. Uh, mm-hmm. But I had the same. I had the same feeling. Actually, the exact same feeling you had. Well, I mean, it wasn't anger really. Mm-hmm. It was kind of just like a depression, right? It's. Uh, mm-hmm. But but I feel like this was like a needed kick in the butt for this yeah. show. Like it's it's totally displaced the characters' roles in the show. Mm-hmm. Like there are all these helpless. I mean, some of them are less helpless. Like a lot of them still have like piss and vinegar still in them, as the saying goes. Right, right. Like they want to fight. They're like, Rick, why can't we? Let's just fight. We can fight them. And Rick's like, you, Did you see what they did? Because yeah. I saw what they did, and they've got so many more people than we do. And now they, yeah. Now we don't have any guns anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am curious to see how this resolves, and I do believe you're right. I think it's going to be like the kingdom. Combined with Alexandria, yep. combined with Hilltop. Well, because they are like, you know, let's go, let's team up with Hilltop. And he's like, it's still not enough people. But mm-hmm. maybe with the kingdom and Hilltop, and maybe a couple of but, other small fiefdoms from around yeah. the area. And we, you know, we've seen in this show, um, they tackle large groups of people mm-hmm. with, you know, just them. And they find very original ways to you know, distract people or use the walkers to their advantage. And um, there are many things, there's many things they can do if they work together. But I think Rick is just in shock of what happened and he just needs to get at, you know, get it, just forget it and move forward. Right. 
So um, all, all I could think of was, you know, if Daryl had his RPG right now. Which uh, Negan took. He was like, holy shit, what is this? Yeah, it's <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> I'll add this to the collection. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, like, this would be... Uh, like I, I keep th- I keep thinking like he's very much like the Saddam Hussein, mm-hmm. where he's like keeping everybody glued together in the saviors by fear. Yep. And if somebody were to just be like, and like and 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 dropped him, like yeah. I'm, I'm not sure they would be like, you killed our leader. We're going to fight for him. I think a lot of them would just be like, whew, thank God that's over. Yeah. Or maybe <laughs> if they find out that the hilltop and the kingdom and Rick's group are. Working together, maybe some of them will turn. turn. Yes, I feel like I feel like this is definitely going to be like a Lord of the Rings type scenario where you've Mm -hmm. got like the elves and the dwarves and the the humans and uh, four hobbits or so uh, (laughs) all come together (laughs) to to take on Sauron. I I think that's I think that's kind of what they're doing. They're they're doing like a a revolution storyline where. You've yes. got like the big powerful. Th- I mean, even Rome fell. Rome fell eventually, and mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you can, if you can get enough unhappy people together, you can make change. Oh yeah. So uh, it's. Uh, I think that's what they're. I think that's what they're leading towards. But uh, it might be a while before Rick gets his groove back. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll find out what happens. Uh, we'll talk about it on the next episode when Aurora and I return to uh, the the land of the Walking Dead to talk season seven, episode five called "Go Getters." <laughs>